Hello and welcome to a brand new edition of the Full On Football Podcast. As always, I'm joined by Ben. This week, the topic of discussion, we will be explaining to you why Harry Kane will not win the Golden Boot this season. Hi, mate, you good? Yeah, good, mate, so fantastically, wonderfully well. Listen, mate, Paul Merson, start of the season, talking about Harry Kane. Harry Kane wins you the league, Ronaldo sells shirts. That's effectively what he said. What's your thoughts on that? Um, brutal. Um, I think he's wrong. I think he's underestimated how good Ronaldo is. Um, to be honest, mate, you think he's quite controversial. Controversial. Comes out of a lot of nonsense like that. Um, he does sell shirts. Um, but he also scores goals and wins trophies, so I don't really buy that. I don't really buy that. Since a hurricane has never won anyone in the league. So, pushing you for it, one word, Ronaldo or Kane? Ronaldo. Lewandowski or Kane? Lewandowski. I'm talking right now as well. I'm not talking investment for the future. Right now it's Lewandowski. Lukaku, Kane? Kane. Kane, yeah? Salah yeah. or Kane? I know different positions, but go on, I'll push for it. Oh, Obviously, dependent on the side and all of that. I get it. Yeah, Go on. Don't know. Blank, uh, blank sheet of paper. Hey? Draw. 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 Okay. Yeah, draw. Okay. Well, look, getting into it, mate, I just want to put on record. Obviously, that shows how good Harry Kane still is. There's, you know, we're going to talk about today why Harry Kane won't win the Premier League Golden Boot. And I firmly believe every word that I'm saying. Having said that, I don't want that to be misconstrued as that he's not a top player because he is. He is one of the best players in the world. I think he's probably sort of sixth, seventh best player on the planet top three or four in the league as well. And uh, I think it's important to remember, he is always a slow, slow starter to the season. He always is. There's just questions for me as to, he doesn't look himself. I know it's only been mm. four games, five games. Why? Why doesn't he look himself? A um, couple of reasons, really. So I want to put, I want to echo what you said. We're not, this is not Harry Kane, um, you know, Slagging match, we're not trying to run him into the ground. We said about a month ago, if he signed for Man City, he'd be virtually nailed on for the Golden Boot and would probably score 40 league goals. So it's not to knock Kane as such, it's just more looking at the factors at play as to why it's just not going to be probably, you know, it's just not going to work out for him this year. I think Dunk himself, I think that's absolutely right. The hangover of, of the transfer saga seems to be weighing a bit on his shoulders. I think that's that's the that seems evident. Harmony at Tottenham it doesn't quite look there. Um, they haven't quite found much fluency with the new manager, the new players. I think that's that's the biggest thing I can say. And and perhaps you know a long old season last year, rushing to get back. You know he's obviously he gets injured, and then it's like a race against the clock to get back because they need him so badly. England need him so badly when he gets injured. So. Mixture of a lot of things, but yeah, I think you're absolutely right. He just doesn't quite look himself. He will get back there, I'm sure, but the minute he just doesn't quite look right. Yeah, I mean, this is a player that, look, let's not beat around the bush here. Obviously, 28 years old, he will break England's scoring record. He will. There's no doubt in my head about that. That's going to happen. And if he'd have signed for Man City, he'd have broke um, Premier League scoring records. He'd have probably scored. I wouldn't have been surprised if he'd have scored a ridiculous amount, sort of 38 in 38 games. It would not surprise me. I would also tag Ronaldo to that. I think if Ronaldo had signed for Man City, providing the game, I think he might have been limited on game time. I do appreciate that. But I feel like he'd have been a goal of game as well. 
Um, so I do think, you know, obviously Harry Kane is top level. Just my reservations would be, obviously for a long time now, common knowledge, stating the obvious, but is it Tottenham holding him back? Yes, I think that I think that is it. Now, my theory on all this is, so me and you speak a lot. He drops in a lot now, doesn't he, Kane? He, he seems to have added that to his game. Um, very good, isn't he? Drops in. Tottenham are under a lot of pressure. England, not, England under a lot of pressure, perhaps. You know, can't get out of their half. Kane drops in into his own team's final third. Takes a ball on the chest. You know, gets his body in. Cute turn. Gets foul. Relieves the pressure. Very good at that. Hold up play. Getting other players into play. Very good. It seems like he's gone too far down that road away from being a penalty box striker that is deadly in the final third. I think that's the real difference. Now, under Pochettino, other than probably Man City home and away, they dominated possession against more or less everyone they played for a period of about two or three years. Would go along with that, they were very, very good in possession. Used to defend, you know, defend the halfway line, didn't they? Very yeah. good. Um, create a lot of chances for him. In the last 18, what, two years, 18 months under Jose Mourinho and Nuno, they've become, under Mourinho, they've become a team that used to you know, be inferior in possession to teams like Brighton, teams like Wolves, teams like Crystal Palace. To some extent, they would often surrender possession. Obviously, that doesn't allow Kane to be as high up at the field as he wanted to. Now, that's not all Tottenham's fault. But I think when he is playing in a system where he is constantly dropping in as opposed to dropping in as and when he's needed, it seems these days he's very much, that's his job. He's doing a job for the team. He's always He always seems to be doing a job for Tottenham as opposed to doing a job periods within the season when his team might be under the cosh against a Man City type. It seems to me now that that's really what he's, what he's about more often than not. And, and that, to me, is the biggest change in that Tottenham side, not being as much of a penalty box striker as he perhaps used to be is the main reason as to why he won't win the Golden Boot. If you fast forward that, you know, 12 months down the line, he ends up at Man City, his job will very much be keep out the way, keep out the Bruyne's way, keep out the midfield's way. I don't want you dropping and I want you very much in the box, which is where he is dead. And that's the biggest change I've seen in him. And that is why I don't think he's got the... He's got the forces, the factors at play to allow him to be that thirty goal a season player. Okay, so if he plays for Man City right now, we've just you've just mentioned there that he doesn't drop in to the extent he does. I I echo that. I think uh, he's dropping in. He's spending twenty five minutes a game dropping into defensive midfield. You know, it's it's getting silly now. Uh, you want him to drop in four or five times a game maximum. You don't want him to, I only want him to drop in to be effective. I don't want him to drop in just to get on the ball. I think that's just out of boredom at times. I think he's just getting on the ball for the sake of getting on the ball. You should only really drop in to make something happen. Drop in, make a 40 yard pass, take a risk. That's the only reason to do it. If he plays for Man City, does he win the golden boot? Yeah, I think he does. I think he's, I, I think he's virtually I think minimum 25 league goals. So, so in, in saying that, you know, the admittance there is that, look, as we've echoed, Harry Kane is a top player. I'm not having anybody say any different. Um, he won't win the golden boot ultimately because he's playing for Tottenham. And that is, there's more factors than that. But ultimately, Harry's just answered that question. If he was playing for Man City, he would win the golden boot. So it is that simple. If he wasn't playing, if he wasn't playing for Tottenham, sorry, playing for Tottenham, he will not win the golden boot. It is that abundantly obvious to me. 
Um, quick one for you. For me, his legs are going. I look at Harry Kane. I feel like his legs are going. Um, he was never quickest, but he wasn't slow. Once he once he beat you, he was past you. I don't feel like he's as mobile as he once was. He is only 28. Um, reminds me a lot of Alan Shearer in the in in the way that Shearer used to run the channels and things. I think adapted, no problem. Never suffered with lack of goals because his legs were going and he slowed up. He adapted his game to it and continued to be prolific. And I predict the same of Harry Kane. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's, that's an interesting point. I know, I think you're right. I think he does seem to have lost a yard, which is a bit surprising since he's only like, was he 28? Yeah. Should be in his prime right now, I guess. Players aren't as quick as they are when they're sort of in their early 20s. I get that. But yeah, I think, I think you're right. And I think he does need to adapt his game. But has he, has he got the... Can you adapt? You know, Alan Shearer played in 4-4-2 for Newcastle. He was one of two strikers played played as a team that there was less emphasis on him to be a focal point. They could share the running, they could share the burden of that. Kane doesn't have that luxury. And in a team that don't dominate the ball, in a team that perhaps don't have the, the authority in the middle of the park to, to to be dominant and be high up the pitch, is he does he have the you know resource, if you like, to to adapt his game to be an Alan Shearer? Oh, no, it's an interesting one. Uh, I think he does. I think ultimately he'll always score goals. What I would say, putting on record, he'll still score 20 Premier League goals this season, unless unless he has a major injury or anything like that. He still will. He gets goals from nothing, doesn't he, Harry Kane? He can he can feed off scraps. I don't doubt that, you know, he's like I mentioned earlier, he's always a slow starter. I'm not too concerned. I'm just worried about, is it a hangover from the summer transfer speculation, perhaps? Uh, I think I think it is, Matt. I think, like I said, we we might be reading too much into it, and it's not like I said, it's not. We're not trying to slay him, are we? We're just saying that it doesn't seem like he's going to be top goal scorer this season with the other players in the league that we'll come on to. Um, I think it is a hangover. He doesn't. He just doesn't call himself. I don't feel like there's a lot of love towards him from Tottenham. I know it's silly. Roy Keane would would lambast me for saying that players want to be loved. You know, it's your job, but don't care if you love. Just get out of there and play. Um, but it does it does seem a bit like that to me. Um, do you think we keep, you know, sort of fantasizing about the Man City project if he ends up at Man City, blah, blah, blah. Do you reckon that'll even happen? Because the more, more I think of it in a minute, I thought that shit might have been and gone. Yeah, interesting. Speaking to my father-in-law and um, one of my girlfriend's cousins on the weekend, two Tottenham fans, and they both believe he's gone. They both believe he'll go in January, if not next season. And they still very much feel like he's on. I personally don't. I think that ship sailed. Wouldn't be surprised if he never plays for a different football club other than Tottenham Hotspur. I really wouldn't be surprised by that. It's a massive concern for Harry Kane because this is a this is a winner. This is a winner. I know Roy Keane's listening and he's saying, well, he never won nothing. You're right, Roy. But on an individual basis, let's be honest, his mindset, his mentality, he is a winner. He's a top player and he deserves to be competing at the very top in the Champions League, competing for the league titles and all of these things. And as I said, he's good. he will score 20 league goals this season. I've got no, no doubt about that whatsoever. I just really worry for Harry Kane and how, how he's going to feel looking at the other clubs around him and how that's going to affect him, you know, having not won anything at all in his career. With with Kane dropping in a bit more, people keep saying that over time he'll he'll rebrand himself as a number ten as a centre midfielder. They talk like the the you know 
in comparisons to Rooney, what Rooney did, but it's different with Rooney. Rooney used to drop in, he'd drop in at right back when Man United were at their pomp, when Man United were dominating the ball. He didn't drop in very often, but he would make a 40-yard run to chase someone and tackle them and more or less, you know, quite often foul them. Um, and that's sort of the way it went. But the reason he did drop in, I, think, I feel that, because the midfield and the players around him, he had to drop in. It was almost like there wasn't enough quality in there. He didn't trust him to do a job. And that might sound, that might sound disrespectful and to, to the players he, he played with, but it felt like he did do that. He dropped in because instead of playing with Carrick and Scholes, it was perhaps, I don't know, Daily Blind and, I don't know, Fellaini at times and things like that. And it wasn't quite the authority. So he dropped in and rebranded himself for that fact. But don't see Kane... Sounds silly. I don't think he has. I don't know if he's got the legs to play to rebrand himself and play anywhere else. I don't. I can't see him being a Rooney, being a dog all over the pitch. That doesn't seem like his sort of game and what he's what he's got in his locker, does it? He certainly ain't got the engine that Wayne Rooney had, and uh, I do find it fascinating the theory that you've got. But obviously, he's turned himself into a player that does a job now, as opposed to um, you know staying high and. Sc- <laughs> being all about scoring goals. And in some some ways, I suppose in some perspectives, you could argue he's a better-rounded player. But I want to see that fearless goal scorer that scores goals every week. So, you know, looking at it now, Kane's legs are gone. My head's gone. I need a break. So uh, this is full-on football. Right, my head's back. I'll tell you someone that never lost their legs. Uh, similar age, exactly the same age as Harry Kane. And I asked you at the start of the show, would you take him or Kane? And that is Lukaku. That boy there, about the same age as Harry Kane, was it about 63 international goals? I don't think he's appreciated. Top level player. But in terms of physicalities, he's a big unit. To be fair, he's probably a bigger unit than Harry Kane. <sighs> Looking at the pair of them, Lukaku's not slowing up, is he? He's a steam engine. He's a steam train. Mm-hmm. So, that's where it's quite baffling to look at someone like Harry Kane and you're seeing that his legs are definitely deteriorating. Like you look at someone like Lukaku and it's not at all. And I feel the same with Ronaldo, 36 years old. And there's no contest, is there? I feel like Ronaldo's, dare I say, in a better physical condition. And that's not to accuse Harry Kane of being unfit because he obviously looks after himself. He does very well. I think just a little bit of genetics or something, but... I know Ronaldo's a freak. You shouldn't compare yourself to him, but he is eight years older. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Um, we've, that's the difference, and that's what basically what we alluded to in, in the previous in the, in the previous section. Kane is doing a job for Tottenham. Lukaku, Ronaldo, Mo Salah, the job they're doing for their clubs is to be ruthless and be that killer and be that final final piece of the jigsaw, as opposed to. Kane, I feel like Kane is the jigsaw and the final piece at the same time, whereas Lukaku, Salah, Ronaldo, they are like the icing on top of the cake. They're the guy that just is just there to finish things off. Don't get involved. Ronaldo occasionally drops in, gets involved. But all he does is pass the ball back. He drops in, passes a ball, Varane passes the ball to him, he fires it straight back and gets out of the way. Get in Lukaku the box for the header. Like, what's that? Get in the box for the header. That's all he's interested in. Exactly. And, and you know, call him, call him selfish, call him whatever you want. Yeah, he is. But he is very much, you know, the final piece of the jigsaw. Maybe it's because, with, you know, with Lukaku, 
Things very much. He's got the. He can trust everyone around him. The system is sound. The defensive unit is sound. He hasn't got. A, he hasn't got a worry in the world about the defensive unit. He knows Jorginho's going to get him the ball. He knows Kante's going to run around. He knows Mason Mount, Havertz, Pulisic, whoever comes in is going to create for him and be and make movement off him. So the, that's what it comes down to again. The, the situation for Lukaku to be successful for Chelsea is a lot easier than the situation that Harry Kane finds himself in. And that's not to say that Spurs have a bad side. They don't. But he's very much part of the build-up, part of the jigsaw, as well as being the final piece, whereas Lukaku was literally brought in to be that man. We have everything else. Romelu just come in and scores 25 goals and will win the league. And that is the big difference. The same with Ronaldo United. Similar, different situation. I don't think they've quite got the same, you know, it's slightly more difficult for them. I think Chelsea have, you know, are very much played to Lukaku's strengths as Ronaldo may not maybe, you know, make that in the case. But that is the big difference to me as to why he won't score. Yeah, I mean, you're comparing himself to like Ronaldo, Lukaku, Salah, three players that every year are um, up at the top of the goal charts. And you're looking at, Harry Kane, it's very easy to forget. He was the Premier League top scorer last year and he also got the most assists in the league. I think what I'm hearing there from you is perhaps he's got a bigger workload than the other three. You know, obviously playing in a worse side as it is, but also that he's got, um, like you mentioned, those three don't have to be so involved in the in the build-up play. They're there to kill things off. Uh, Harry Kane's got to do everything. So it is a much bigger workload for him. And that is what I'm hearing from what you're saying there. But I'm looking at, obviously, Cristiano Ronaldo, he comes in this season. Serie A's top scorer last year, the top scorer at the Euros. People... Uh, before the beginning of the season, writing him off and I, obviously very naive. I, I don't think any football man that I think I would take seriously would have ever wrote him off anyway. But four goals in three games. Uh, Lukaku scored, what, two so far? Salah's on four goals as well. He's got some catching up to do, Harry Kane. So, you know, why Harry Kane won't win the Premier League Golden Boot? Well, it's not because he's a bad player. He'd be right up there. I'm just saying, you can't give Cristiano Ronaldo a four-goal head start. There's no way you can do that. You can't catch him. Have you ever known anybody to catch Ronaldo? And unless he gets a serious injury, he'll score 20 goals. There's no doubt about it. Mo Salah, he hasn't not scored 20 goals since signing for Liverpool. Lukaku, again, I wouldn't bet against him scoring 20 goals. So it's not going to be as easy as just, like I said, Harry Kane's going to get 20 as well. I have no doubts about that unless he gets another ankle injury. But he's got some serious competition this year and I just don't think he's getting the help of the other three. No, no, exactly that. That's the difference. Mo Salah this season, Mo Salah will score 20 goals no matter what goes on. Mo Salah scores 20 goals. I know you, you're convinced by him that he is just, you know, an elite, elite player. There's a lot of talk even the first season when he broke the record that he wasn't that good. I was one of them. I thought we should have had 60. He had 30. I thought we should have had 60. Um, but the conditions for Salah to be successful this season are even greater. Van, Van Dijk's back, Gomez is back, Matip's back. You've got a settled back four, you've got a settled midfield. Players are back fit. The conditions for him to be successful are greater than they were last year. I think, how many did he have last year? 22, was it? In yeah, around about that. Yeah, about 22. Lukaku at Chelsea. Chelsea are a better side. The conditions for him to be successful are, are greater. For the, you know, I think Jorginho's top goal scorer for Chelsea last year, seven. He's come in. Um, for a team that is very much, you know, built around him and Ronaldo the same. So that, that's what it comes down to, really. Kane, Kane's top goal scorer, quite really so, is that good? But he's had sort of some of the help taken away from him, whereas the others have had 
resources added. And it's like you said, try and catch Ronaldo four goals behind. You know, you feel like he's gonna score every time. He has scored in every game. You feel like he probably will score in every game. He doesn't really go to games that goal. So yeah, it's gonna be very tough for him. And the freakish thing about Ronaldo, obviously, four in three games, four goals so far this season. But you're not telling me that Man United won't have six penalties between now and the end of the season and he'll take all six and he'll score all six. So he's virtually already on 10 in my head. You know, <laughs> that sounds unbelievable, but they'll get they'll get five or six penalties. Well, he'll take penalties yesterday. <laughs> yeah, he'll, he'll take five or six and he'll probably score all five or six. So, you know, already... You're looking at double figures from Ronaldo, and that's without without all of the uh, headers and long range efforts and free kicks. What's he scored? One free kick in a couple of years. He's due one, isn't he? Yeah. So, go yeah, on he is who one. is going to win the Premier League Golden Boot? That's hell of a face you're pulling for anybody listening. Uh, he's pulling hell of a face. My horse says Ronaldo. My says Salah. I think Salah will just square every single week. Really? Yeah, I, I, I can't see Lukaku doing it. The reason, the difference is, and this, this is what it comes down to, I don't think Lukaku scores goals that he has no right in scoring. Okay. Kane does, Salah does, Ronaldo does. I don't think Lukaku is that player. Do, do you know what I mean? I don't feel like he's a cop. How, how's he scored that? How's he scored from there? How's, that, how's he made that into a goal? I do. Salah does that, Ronaldo does that, Kane does that. I don't think Lukaku does. I think that's why. It's out of Ronaldo and Salah for me. The reason I never had Lukaku, I know he was favourite for the Golden Boot start of the season. But the reason I never had Lukaku, and it comes down to a very simple explanation, he's not a penalty taker. And in that, you're losing, like I said, probably six goals a season. And that is literally what it comes down to for me. Harry Kane, Mo Salah and Ronaldo will all take penalties for their clubs. Obviously, there's a debate, will Bruno Fernandes take it? I'm telling you now, I'm not in the dressing room, he won't. Ronaldo would push him off that. There's no way yeah. that he'll let Fernandez take penalties. And um, yeah, that's where he's going to lose goals. The other three will get goals. Do you know, Mo, Mo Salah obviously missed a penalty uh, the other day. And up till then, I can't actually remember him ever missing one. He is the most unconvincing penalty taker that I'd never seen miss. Like, rarely takes a good penalty. Like, I, that sounds ridiculous. Any penalty that goes in is good. Well, that's what the people will tell me. But like, do you know what I mean? He he just blasts it down the middle type thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've never actually seen him miss one. I can remember. Compared to Gerard, chalk and cheese, really. Despite their records, probably virtually the same in the spot. Yeah, I mean, Gerard used to hit corners, didn't he? And Ronaldo's yeah, going to miss. No, Ronaldo, even Kane, exceptional penalty takers, aren't they? So you're going Ronaldo or Salah? I've got to push who, you for yeah, one. Who do I think? I'll tell you after, but who, go on, I'm going to push you for one. Ronaldo. Ronaldo? Okay. Yeah, Ronaldo. I, I, I'd agree it's between the two. I think Harry Kane will be below all three of them based on uh, the way this season started. The only one that I think Kane may finish above is Lukaku. Um, purely back to the penalties thing. I think Harry Kane will have more opportunities to catch up with Lukaku. Salah, just prolific, mate. He, he just keep going. There's no chance that's going to slow up. The only thing that throws all of this out the window for me is injuries. Uh, Salah doesn't seem to get affected by form or, you know, missing a penalty doesn't bother him. He scores in the same game. So Salah's going to be very... Cup of Nations this year? What's that? I think it's the Africa Cup of Nations in January, normally in January. That could maybe be the difference. Yeah, and that's why I was going to go with Ronaldo. I was going to say, I, I think Ronaldo anyway, to be honest, but 
I think obviously that's going to have an impact on it. And whether Salah plays in that or not, I don't know. But I think it's going to be Cristiano Ronaldo, mate. I think he just loves it. I think he loves the attention. I think uh, he'll do anything to win. And ultimately, 36 or not, I still think he's probably the best or certainly one of the best players in the league. So I'm not going to look past Cristiano Ronaldo. Should we have a wager? How much do you want to go on? Well, I'll go Salah and you go Ronaldo because then if either of us, obviously if Ronaldo gets out, I'm happy. I'm, you know, I'm down on money and vice versa. So if I go Salah and you go Ronaldo. Creating a no win-win win situation. Win-win, yeah. yeah. How much do you want to go, mate? You state the claim. 20 quid. Double, 40? 30. 30 it is. Nice one. Come on, Cristiano. <laughs> no, I ain't having that. I I've always thought it. the most, Alan. Yeah, there you go. But Harry Kane will not win the golden boot. And the last 20 minutes is why. <laughs> All right. Cheers for joining me, mate. And uh, look after yourself. Yeah, cheers, mate. Enjoyed that. As you've got this far, we just want to say a big thank you from me and Ben. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We really, really appreciate it. Really appreciate all your feedback and all of your support in helping us do our show. Just do us a quick favour. Have a look at our TikTok. Check it out in the links below. And if you get a chance, leave a review. Follow the podcast to ensure you don't miss another episode. Cheers, guys.